Ben's husband, it's Cape uh, Crisis, you. the comic book podcast hosted by me, Henry Gilbert, H-E-N-E-R-Y-G on Twitter. Sounds work. Bear with us through our mic checks. Hooray. Uh, but yeah, hey, I'm Henry Gilbert, that's what know. I just said. This is the comic book podcast that we do every week on the Later Time Podcast Network. Word. We talk about graphic novels, lines on paper. I said that like Rhoda from uh, <laughs> from <laughs> Mary Tyler Moore. All right, New York, it's your last chance. Like, I and I wish I got it. This is what every episode of the show is like. Be it making, is not. And I'm here with co-host captain chris antista captain charisma chris mm, antista no one's right. ever called me that but <laughs> you should well boy it took that long for me to get a wrestling reference in here but we talk about comic books here, we, guys. Do. we do we do and for me it's been a big 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 comic book week yeah i read uh, uh, i read a number of comic books myself me too and i want to thank everyone out there who has been nice enough to donate codes to me yeah uh tim and but i really wanted to thank uh guy byron who just who got my Comixology account profile and just sent me a shitload, a shitload, like an unreadable amount of comics just as, as a gift. And that was truly, truly appreciated. It's really nice. Um, and um, the one I wanted to plug in particular, the one I, and I take that seriously. Like, if you want me to read something, <laughs> little uh, Christopher pseudo-employed running, doing a comic book show. It's a good way to get me to read something so we can talk about it. But so you're talking to potential advertisers out there if they want uh, uh, lots of yeah, listeners you, you, to you hear us talk about a comic buy book. Buy me off of the $4 comic, sure. <laughs> but but it, 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 clearly, like, Guy gave me stuff like that he was personally interested in, including something that I've just stared at for almost a year. And, like, I'll look into that to see if it's worth reading. But it's Six Gun Gorilla. Ah. How can you not How can you not be interested looking at something called Six Gun Gorilla? Open mm-hmm. it up, read the first couple of pages... It's transfixing. It's gorgeous. Mm. They arrive to a Civil War era with no bullets and giant turtles uh, mm. and, and bombs that commit music in your ear until they atomize you completely. It's it's wow. really silly. Like it, I, I do like it when the medium just like let's just go batshit weird and I'm going to create this this universe from the from every step. And it does it so well in the first couple pages. And I've only read that much of it. Yeah, but yeah. I really wanted to thank him for that. I also wanted to thank uh, Jordan Lopez who gave us. A nice donation in the name mm. of Cape Crisis, and asked that we read his name on the air. Wow! Which I would do, probably do more. Just like I don't know if everybody wants their name read on the air, you know? Wow! A gift in the name of Cape Crisis. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, that's interesting. Hey, keep earmark things for Stop Cape, Cape Crisis. Crisis when uh, if you if you want to when you PayPal. Stop, Stop slobbering, Chrissy's got to eat. We anyway. Uh, yeah, what did I read this week? Is mm-hmm. a question I ask to myself, mm-hmm. and. Uh, I started up, but I haven't finished the um, second, uh, the final volume of Kick-Ass has been mm. finally collected, like the last... When was the last Kick-Ass published? Um, it was like issue eight of the third volume was a couple months ago. So. Third volume. And that was pretty much, I think, Mark Miller said that's the end of him in comics for a little while. Really? That, like he... Well, because he's now the kick-ass guy, and he can make whatever movie he wants. Well, not whatever movie he wants, but Hollywood is a calling. As you've seen, huh. he's he's making that film that's basically Harry Potter, James Bond, with well, every British by actor. Matthew Vaughn, like, is yeah. such a fan of his work, he's adapting the second Miller book. Yeah, and, so Vaughn can do whatever he wants second Miller to. adaptation. It's still kind of crazy. Like, there's not many... Frank Darabont comes to mind, that he only adapted Stephen King movies before he did The Walking <laughs> Dead. Uh, like that's all he wanted to do, and it's, it's just it's just weird to think of someone as talented and great as Matthew Vaughn as a director. Mm-hmm. He did uh, 
the X-Men reboot, which name is escaping me. First class. First class. Uh, layer cake. Fucking excellent. Yeah, that was so great. Stardust, which I don't remember being awesome, but very eh, well could be. Yeah, yeah it's all right. <laughs> Uh, I did like it in Layer Cake. Uh, the only I only remember two scenes. I remember liking Layer Cake, Welcome but I only remember two cake, scenes. So. Yeah, uh, Michael Gabon mm-hmm. uh, telling him what the Layer Cake is, and they eat a bunch of shit, and you move up to the top of that pile of shit. Oh yeah. And the other, and then just uh, uh, well, actually no, da- da- Daniel Craig on a boat. Remember that? And uh, <laughs> and I also remember like him being with a really sexy bird, as the birds would say. Yeah. And, uh, who, really... who was his lady at the time, and maybe still is. I can't remember. I can't imagine. If I were him, I'd be faithful to anybody. <laughs> that says a lot about me, That says a it? lot about you. Yeah. If I looked as good as Daniel Craig, I would be unfaithful oh, at all times. All right. Nobody send that clip to my girlfriend. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, so I read Kick-Ass. It's, uh, it never looked that good, so I guess we'll be... I'm Kick-Ass starts off good, but it is like very postmodern. Hey, wait, did you see that the, uh, there was some award for women on what what man-shaped popsicle they would eat? And no. Daniel Craig emerging from the water in Casino Royale won. Mm. And there is a popsicle you can buy of that body and lick, wow. lick to death. <laughs> that mm. was a very sexy scene. Wow. Uh, and it was like a... You know, it's... Uh, That's not the right sound. I guess if you don't like objectification of women, then you shouldn't like objectification of men. But I am just saying, like, maybe it's nice to just see closer to a quality of just saying... I, like, I genuinely yeah. love that, like, I don't know what kind of guy ladies like. And then you see something that, like, this is universally loved by ladies, and that gives you a little indication. And him emerging from the water in Casino mm-hmm. Royale was one of those things that... You, whew, you hear women, like, fan their necks when mm-hmm. they talk about... Yeah, so we, it's, it's nice to know that a man, like, I didn't know I had the power to attract you. Maybe I'll work on this body a little bit. <laughs> well, that's an impossible beauty standard for men to... <laughs> you know, I saw one of the stupidest images of all time just recently. A, I'm just a YMCA membership in a full body wax away. Well, if, now that you're unemployed, if you went to the, the YMCA every day for three hours, mm-hmm. maybe you could look sort of like Daniel Craig in six months. I've been riding my bike every day for an hour. Mm. It's kind of nice. Yeah. Reading comic books. It's dangerous. But anyway, yeah, the stupidest image I saw recently was just mm-hmm. this one of like, men have to do all these things. It was like, lead the family, look good, get a great job, wear good clothes, put like smell not. And then it was... What women have to do. Don't be too fat. And I was like, yep, that's the only expectation on women in this society. Certainly it is. Just don't be too too yep. fat. If that were the case, I want to almost strangle my girlfriend every Saturday morning. Like, let's go to breakfast. And I get out of bed because I think we're going to breakfast. And she goes in the bathroom for an hour just to become a woman. <laughs> just and to be a woman. Yes. Yeah. And like, I don't, oh, I don't care. Let's go. No combing. of brushing hair. Who does that? <laughs> uh, Stavin, it is a lot. Mm-hmm. It is a lot. You're expected to just learn through repetition, mm-hmm. just like. You know, and she, I, I exaggerate, but she because she uses the bathroom the least of anyone I've ever, or like she has the least amount of lady prep time of anybody mm-hmm. I've ever dated, and it's still agonizing. Is <laughs> what? Just throw on a fucking t-shirt you got for free, and let's don't shower and let's go. Fuck <laughs> socks. Let's do this. Let your hair air dry. Yeah. You look fine. Yes. Who fucking cares? Like, yes, yeah. I am the pig. Is what I'm saying. Uh, all right, other things I read. Now I got my SJW stuff out of the way. Uh, we're, we'll get there. There's some news. Uh, yeah, boy. Um, 
Uh, there was the final volume of Fatal also came out this week. Really? Like, that concluded too? Yeah, they fin- well, he, they're doing Fade Out because they finished Fatal. Like, I, I just haven't started Fatal. Part of what they're doing... Don't you remember the dude at that comic book shop was talking about it? I do. I bought Fatal like, when we started the show. Yeah. And I've, I own it digitally and physically and have... I don't know. I could. I don't. It didn't. It didn't break with me immediately. Mm-hmm. Well, I like that it was something they worked to finish. And like it's, they did it in just three years. Mm-hmm. Like under three years, told our story. We're done. Mm-hmm. We have more ideas we want to work on. Yeah. That's cool. And that, like they can afford to do that. Like that they're big enough for that stuff. I think that's really cool. And uh, then I also I uh, what else did I get I. I got uh, the couple volumes, a couple new volumes of Uncanny Avengers and All mm. New X Men. They're, they're all right. They're all right. Uh, and there was a couple big books this week I meant to read but did not. And I'm also getting my, I should be getting the first four issue collection of Southern Bastards any minute now. And I really want to read that. I read the latest issue of that. That shit is so great. And where, where they leave the character. Ag- is agonizing <laughs> is agonizing to have to wait for another issue for for I'm guessing a month uh, Jason Aaron's awesome like yeah, he's I think maybe he's one of my favorite writers might be my favorite writer I think people maybe underestimate maybe just like if they miss Scalped then they're stupid yeah. like Scalped is the best my favorite book of the last decade fuck, I was, you know, it, what makes him even better is like I was baffled to learn he you're not an Indian and no. didn't grow up on a reservation yet have all that insight and yeah, he, he talks he's just about a it. Dude, in, who's never left Alabama. Yeah, and he talks about it in Southern Bastards. Like I've been to a lot of places in my comic book. When I'm writing Southern Bastards, like I'm from here. I am from <laughs> Alabama. I grew up on Jesus and the Crimson Tide. Yep. Uh, I have not written about my home yet. I've written about Asgard, uh, <laughs> and, and uh, the Jean Grey School for the Gifted. But I have never written about my home, and mm-hmm. this is really exciting for me. Jason Aaron really is a superstar. Like he is. He he might be my favorite writer currently working. And like today. Original Sin was a good book I finished it I didn't love it but like compared to Age of Ultron it's stupendous like, I it liked, is a million times better than Age of Ultron I liked what it did I don't, like how, how long has it actually been because I did finally get code two weeks ago was the last issue I, I finished it up and I actually mm-hmm. as far as like the big summer Marvel event like it didn't promise to be like cataclysmically huge but it is really cool it, yeah, it was a really nice happened. story people are definitely are there's there's if there's one thing that uh, Marvel comic readers are sensitive to right now, mm-hmm. it is movement of the Marvel universe towards the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Mm-hmm. And so when they make the Fantastic Four and the X Men not central to a story, and when they re- like completely huh. and with finality mm-hmm. replace well as finality as anything in comic sure. books gets. When they, with great finality, replace the uh, Nick Fury with the one that looks like Samuel L. Jackson, that is something people get sensitive about. But they didn't do by. that. Mm, well, well, now the other one can just move up, and he's like, I'm the only Nick Fury. You're not going to meet another Nick Fury. The only Nick Fury there is is the one that lives on the moon and became the Watcher. And, yeah, there's just... <laughs> Sorry, Chris walked away just for a second here, guys. That couldn't That's wait. That's not huh? what Nick Fury became, and, that, and I'm a little curious. How do you think we should talk about Original Sin without super spoil? Eh, it it kind of just did because right? the end. Because well, he wasn't the Watcher. He never was. No, but he is now. No, he's not. But then, like, he's the man on the wall. The the fact that like that was, I think that was a cool way. Yeah, it was cool though. People don't like to think of him as the guy that just murders people, but I do like that. 
there's a guy there. There's always been. There's apparently always been a guy in the Marvel universe who's yeah. just like, oh, you guys like to live in your happy fun time world. Well, yeah. a lot of people just show up to shoot you in the back, and I shoot them in the back first. And may, does that make me a bad guy? I don't care. Like, I mean, did we talk in? I, I don't know where Earth X stands in like the main Marvel continuity, mm-hmm. but it's a really cool comic, and it make it, it it sets up that Earth is this thing set up by the Celestials, yeah, which is to harvest this thing, and that's why Galactus wants to eat planets because it's something the Celestials are farming. Uh, human beings were set up to be the caretakers of mm-hmm. the planet that has this thing that Galactus wants to eat. The radiation of the 1950s triggered the giftedness that the Celestials gave all human beings. Uh, and that, that's why cosmic beings are essentially like always drawn to Earth. Yeah, that that's a good and theory that makes... I, it's beautiful. But, but within 616, there, I believe there's no one creation myth that is yeah, given credence I, because that would demystify But just like after everything. knowing that, when they set up Nick Fury, is like mm-hmm. every Nick Fury you've probably met for the last few years. It's why he... It, I think... Pre-Avengers, he was kind of everywhere. Yeah. And, and But is a life model decoy. And the real one has been out, like, literally, they call, he call him the, he calls himself the man on the wall. Mm-hmm. Killing indiscriminately threats to the uh, the planet before anyone else ever sees them. Yeah. And, I think that's an interesting that's an interesting way to move Nick Fury. I think it's in fitting with the character. But who they elevated to take his place, mm-hmm. it was a safe one. Yeah. Can we say because well, he's, he's the guy who murders? Well, he's starting in his own book now. He's like, he got yeah. his own book, and that's what he'll be doing. Yeah, uh, but that that would be Bucky Barnes, the Winter Soldier. Mm-hmm. And Winter Soldier is now the protector on the front lines of the universe, the sole protector on the front lines of the universe. And I think that's fascinating, and it's the perfect character to do that because they didn't rip him away from anybody's team. He's, yeah, Bucky is like lucky he still gets to play in the Marvel universe because. By all accounts, he was never supposed to again. Yeah, it's funny that they they sort of canceled his book, and they're like, "No, he just started a movie. He kind of needs a book. Like, mm. let's let's reboot it." And that, uh, that, that kids are going to see like this badass assassin. What does he do now? He hangs out in a satellite orbiting the Earth and kills aliens. Bet you didn't see that coming. I yeah. sort, I sort of, it's one of those things I love about when kids get into comics from movies and like. Man, you're going to be real weirded out when you actually get into the current universe, <laughs> especially when Nick, yeah, Nick Fury's white. Yeah, well, no more. Well, I mean, the white Nick Fury is now, he's on the moon. Mm-hmm. Like, he's... But, uh, and then Thor... Yeah, so the big changes happened mm-hmm. this week in the comics. Like, mm-hmm. this this was the... In Marvel, this was the week that uh, there is the new Thor and the new Captain America. Oh, is it really? Yeah, this was the Fuck. week it happened. In both where they're just like... The, the the female Thor is on the cover of Thor 1. Like, they weren't mm-hmm. even trying to keep it a secret. And then the cover of the Captain America book is like, who's it going to be? Well, like, number one, like, even if it wasn't given away in the press, you mm-hmm. Sam Sam Wilson is the first guy you would think it would be. Of course, it's yeah. going to be Falcon. But then it got revealed in, like, the newspapers and on the Colbert, yeah. all this stuff. And so then in the on the page, when he hits his character introduction, uh, introduction I saw the panel. I have not read the full book, but... He comes out and he's like, "You all knew it was me, right? This this completely ruined the surprise." Like he's, he's yeah. it was funny that at least the writer is like copying to like, "Yeah, it's obvious. You knew it was going to be me." Yeah, not no surprise. That that was one of the f- more fun uh, news story rabbit holes I, I fell down into this week uh, was the prevailing rumor that Stanley's cameos in the Marvel movies. 
uh, are setting him up to be Uatu the Watcher uh, <laughs> in disguise. Uh. And it's such a lovely theory. I hope never pans out and we can just pin our hopes yeah, on Until <laughs> Stan Lee came out and said, I know I am not the Watcher. And I would also love to cameo in Batman versus Superman. And I was like, Stan! Mm. Stand, Stop it! Dare do it. I know you don't have anything to do with Marvel anymore. Yeah, but have have some fucking code, man. You had nothing to do <laughs> with those characters. Like, <laughs> there's that too. Yeah, but I especially wish... those characters specifically. Did you read what his James, what his appearance was originally going to be in Guardians of the Galaxy? He, he was, was going to be an exhibit. He was and... going to be an exhibit giving the finger. And yeah, like they, but they're like, nah, it's too. Yeah, big. again, I can't recommend this enough. If you like Guardians, follow James Gunn on Instagram. Like, three or four times a week, he'll tweet an insane behind-the-scenes photograph with, like, six paragraphs of context. And one of them was this Stanley body double that he did end up putting on set. And they were going to <laughs> digitally put Stan Lee over oh. this body. So this is this guy who looks just like Stan Lee. You can see it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. Just fucking nuts. I love James Gunn. It's all... all like, one, does anybody know, like, all he does apparently is travel around the world and play with animals? Ah. Like armadillos and pandas. That it's him awesome. feeding pandas and armadillos and behind-the-scenes Guardian stuff. It's the best Instagram to follow. I love him. I, mm-hmm. I met him once. I met him once. He seems like a great dude. He was, a, he was, he was nice. He was real nice. Well, he'll never be doing a ga- video game press tour again. I'll tell you that. Probably not. Probably not. Never again. Maybe, maybe for Guardians. Can, well, can I talk about that for a little bit since we're doing the Marvel show? Well, it's not all. We have DC things to talk about. Uh, yeah, sure. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> Good. It's the good Marvel show, the bad DC show. Uh, but I, uh, I bought thanks to help from a couple people out there, uh, Disney Infinity Marvel, mm. and I showed it to you, you and Brett, and I was like, dude, guys, this is cool. This is everything you ever would have dreamed of when you were a little kid. As a little kid, yes. Action figures that embody the powers and spirit that you can bring places and set on discs. Mm. And you guys were thoroughly underwhelmed, but I still am playing it and having a fucking blast. And, and the best part about it, for me, was like I played the Avengers set. It's kind of what I expected. It was very similar to the Incredibles uh, universe, a giant yeah. city that you play around with. It's interesting that like the Frost Giants attack and the whole city becomes covered in snow. Mm. They There's... found the perfect brainless, not mm-hmm. really living things for superheroes to destroy in a kid's game. In the totally. Frost Giants. But then I I don't know. There was something... I played that and I was totally enjoying it. And then I popped on the Spider-Man... I don't know what you'd call it. Level obelisk that you have uh, to place onto the map. The one that's a Venom eating the Spider-Man sign. Uh, is that... Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is what... It, you gotta look closely It's hard those, to tell. They, yeah, it's hard to tell sometimes. But because yeah. like, it doesn't... Like, it doesn't from afar signify Spider-Man at all unless you see that spider logo like slightly buried on the back of it. But you stick that on there and like I was kind of overwhelmed by how much I enjoyed playing as Spider-Man that universe just because he played completely differently than every other they character. They made Spider-Man be Spider-Man. Yeah, that was crazy and it's the only time he gets to interact with the rest of the universe. Yeah, period. Except, I mean, he got to in Marvel vs. Capcom 3. Like, yeah, barely, but there's like there's no story and they don't actually like come up and talk to one another yeah. and, and do things in the same universe. They get maybe like literally a splash screen at the end where they mm-hmm. get to appear with multiple characters, but I tried to emphasize, like, this is the first time this has happened in a while. I'm like, Ultimate Alliance, like, that's almost ten years ago. Yeah. Spider-Man hasn't been part of the Marvel Universe in, in this big a way. And, and, and not only that, because what I didn't buy, mm. I, I got Groot and uh, Raccoon, who are great in toy box mode, but there's a Guardians level. 
Mm. And those characters are endowed with different characteristics than the like, other Drax figures. Drax even has his knives. It's like this, yeah. he's a kid's toy that still gets to run around with knives well, and stab people. That was because in the first screens, like Widow wasn't even. Al- it looked like Widow wasn't going to be allowed to hold a gun. Like she mm. was firing. It. They made. Well, that's gun why sounds. she has her stinger things on her. On well, her she arm, does now, so. and her figure doesn't have one. And then, like, I think it was their, them finally realizing, like, we're going to make a guardian set. There's no way we're going to have Rocket without guns. It's they get not to have possible. space guns, though. It's true, and, and she does have a space gun now. But literally, yeah. in the in the in the first premiere, she's firing pink bolts from her wrist. Mm-hmm. And that's I strange. think well, that goes to the behind the scenes stuff mm-hmm. with TV with the kids with kids things that we only find out through like commentary tracks mm-hmm. and stuff. But how like on the '90s Spider-Man cartoon show, they all the cops had laser guns mm-hmm. and. And because Batman got to have real guns mm-hmm. in in quotes because they were Tommy guns and old timey guns yeah, that yeah, yeah. because and I I even heard them say uh, on the commentaries saying like well you know Johnny can't find a Tommy gun in his dad's closet ah, and then pretend to shoot his friend with it like it is about imitatable acts and they're worried about like you give any character a real looking gun one that they can just find somewhere and shoot a friend with like that's what they're worried about and I so suppose and that's why you get to have space guns because no kid though i though if we're already going down that logic rabbit hole what's to stop a kid from finding his dad's gun and then saying like hey it's a space gun just like rocket it's blam, 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 well, I think it's blam. a bullshit excuse on the creator's part yeah. like if you have you can't do it it's weird to go halfway and just like well it's a space well, I think gun it's, it's also really. dumb because they only do that to avoid criticism on television and then like I love The Incredibles The Incredibles has no problem presenting real guns mm-hmm. in, in movies like cartoon characters are allowed Princess and the Frog has the longest gun gag I have seen in like since 1942. In the middle of that film, basically a Warner short yeah, begins. Yeah, it, it's like, crazy and awesome. Yeah. And nobody fucking complained awesome. about it at all. Not enough people watch Frog Princess to really get that. You so. watch The Princess and the Frog, people. It's good shit. I love that movie. It's good shit. Loved it. And, uh, and it's, uh, what should have been the rebirth of Disney's 2D animation seems to be the death of it. But Mar- the Marvel Infinity, it's fantastic. Uh, I, I do recommend it. Just I, I'm still having a blast with it. I'm bouncing between that and Destiny, which doesn't mm-hmm. seem like something a 34 year old should do. I like that Nova got a toy in there. No, that's it's weird. He comes with Spider Man. The coolest one of the coolest things I was surprised by is that it's clearly not RDJ and uh, all the Chris's doing, doing the voice of the Avengers, but it is it is the same voices from the Assemble show, which mm-hmm. is nice. And then all of a sudden, Nick Fury, who has his own place, his playable character, is Sam Jackson. Yeah, I think Sam Jackson is just the right level of affordable. Where he's, I think that he would say like, "Why pay somebody when you could pay me?" And they're like, "But this won't be movie star prices." Like, it'll be good enough. I, I'll take a payday. I thought I could attribute that to the fact that Sam Jackson loves money. Uh-huh. And I only, well, what Robert Downey, but Robert Downey Jr. I'm sure loves money too. But like any kind of money. Well, yeah, Robert Downey and Jr. wouldn't that, show up for like ten less than a million dollars because I. I read people work. This bothered people for it. It bothers me a little bit. Sam Jackson doing commercials for a credit card. Yeah, it is Most weird. people don't do that because that is literally the most evil thing in the universe you would never want to associate yourself with. Mm-hmm. Everybody who gets that card is getting fucked to pay your salary. Jimmy Fallon did it too. Though, he I did. Think, yeah. Uh, but, you know, whatever. But, but Sam Jackson, <laughs> I honestly believe, like, I think he's having, this is kind of fun for him. He knows it's not real mm-hmm. work. 
we can just do whatever we want. And, like, and he literally does whatever he wants. Like mm-hmm. somebody who was out to protect their career mm-hmm. would not play like the most evil Uncle Tom in history in in um, uh, Black Snake Moan. Uh, no, the oh. the uh, the uh, the oh the Tarantino film. Yeah, and Django and Chain. Yeah. Like he played the most evil, yeah. horrible monster of all and time. This is one of the biggest defenders of that movie. Yeah, and he was great. And also the like. The hear to hear Tarantino tell it that he had or like he had written he had come up with the idea mm-hmm. with Jackson as Django and he's like well he kind of aged out of the part but you could play uh, Steven he's like uh, and he says oh are you insulted he's like oh what about playing the worst blah, 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 <laughs> Uncle Tom of all time no mm-hmm. I'm ecstatic like, <laughs> that's uh, yeah but yeah Disney Infinity fun shit and I'm looking for excuses to get the Guardian set. Because the Spider-Man set was like I didn't. That, the problem with the Disney Infinity earlier is that it, nothing was different enough. Mm-hmm. It was all kind of boring gameplay and just loading up the Spider-Man thing, and it's just Mysterio, uh, Arkham Scarecrow levels. You are in a giant hallucination, and the whole world can disappear from underneath your feet. It's like none of the other games do this at all. I will say there was one level mm-hmm. of Spider-Man Shattered Dimensions mm-hmm. that worked like that. Totally, I don't disagree with you. It's just, but in Infinity, I think that's what turns off most core gamers is well, it because the, the gameplay because doesn't... they remember Infinity didn't, as not having good gameplay better totally. gameplay than Swap because they Force, tried to, they tried but... to introduce it with uh, the world of Incredibles not Monsters Inc Monsters University Mike Wazowski has a retainer on, in his face mm-hmm. so gameplay based around college and Pirates of the Caribbean. You can't serve all those well, but you can serve the Marvel Universe pretty yeah, okay. I think they just they, they tried to pick the most populist mm-hmm. And, um, targets they could with the first Disney Infinity, yeah. and it worked. They made a whole lot of money, but Marvel does need to get a little more hardcore, mm-hmm. and, and they did, and it did. It's, it's but they're little... still going to have Frozen toys. They're still going to have like, and they've they very they made a very like obvious gratuitous wink mm-hmm. of like Star Wars is coming. Wink. They did at the end yeah. of the last game. Yeah, if you bought, no, you got and unlocked the, everything. You unlocked yeah. a lightsaber, and everybody assumed it was coming. And when they revealed at the Marvel thing, like mm-hmm. they were talking about Marvel games, mm-hmm. Brian Mcabendis, Quesada talked it up, and then one of the guys who's in charge of inf- the game mm-hmm. was saying like, "And hey, we've got other plans too." And they just showed a picture from the first game of Elsa with a lightsaber, <laughs> like, and that's like how much more obvious do you have to go. Like, we have other plans too. Did you realize? Did you know there's a Star Wars film coming out in 2015? Yeah, that's, it'll perhaps be, we're putting out something. They will year. be one more year at least. And they, they well, launched. You can. It, it, I, honestly, it'd be wasteful to have Marvel and Star Wars the same year. Like you, you're, you're kind of burning. Yeah, yeah don't you're, do. You're don't burning do through your best stuff and, and, and work on Star Wars. Like make it crazy. Mm-hmm. But it, it was, it's still fat because if you look at the set, I have they're all sitting on my PlayStation. Like Mr. Incredible is standing there too, and it's mm-hmm. awesome that he fucking. Looks the same as everybody else, and I can pop them in mm-hmm. certain areas with the same characters. That is so cool. Thinking about Mister Mister Incredible as a Marvel character with yeah. the voice of Craig T. Nelson. Uh, <laughs> Man, how they afford him? That's that's <laughs> the beauty of it. You get someone who's right for the role. They don't have to be a billionaire. It doesn't have to be Will Smith every time. DreamWorks. But what if? But then they couldn't say starring Will Smith. No, in the, in the trailer, it won't it ultimately won't matter to the kids who play it? And I, I just. I'm really excited to check out the Guardian set because the Spider-Man set was different enough from the Avengers set and then I could pop in Groot and Rocket and take them certain places and they have different abilities too. It won't sound like a big deal to knowing gamers but they all have rail sliding abilities 
Like mm. that means their levels are going to be paced differently, and, and this is going to play differently. I need the Guardian set now. That's yeah, it's so good not to have to try and justify it just for consumption. Like I'm just gonna need it. it yeah, you know, I I'm still waiting for like for what they're gonna do with Marvel games. Like this is this is a Marvel game, but uh, you know, I don't have to tell anybody who with eyes that. Mm-hmm. Marvel clearly took back a lot, a lot of license in the last year. Like, try to buy Deadpool. Try to buy Marvel vs. Capcom 3. Try to buy a lot of games. You can't not... And that is why, like, that's the scary digital future. Mm -hmm. That if there weren't physical used copies of all those games out there... Mm -hmm. You just have to pirate Deadpool or something. Like a a could, little bit. The, the stupid, well, sort sort of the stupid thing is, if you bought a lot of those games didn't appear on Steam, mm. and if you bought it on Steam, it'll always be there. Yeah, you'll always have access to it. So it's not that scary. No, but I yeah, and, and it's, they it does don't work take for it off Steam. PSN and XBL. But I don't I don't trust those to exist in two years. I really don't. But uh, but anyway, the point is, Marvel Sorry. took back all this stuff. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So it would seem that they're making like. They're both they're owned by Disney and Disney mm-hmm. made the very clear choice to Star Wars like we could make Star Wars games or we could just take a lot of money from some, from one person to make all the Star Wars games. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. I feel like they're just waiting for somebody to come to them and be like here's lots of money. We want to make huh. all the Marvel games. Like I don't know who that would be. It could only be like EA or something. EA or Activision or 2K. Record. Pretty much like they're the only you. You need to be like a ten billion dollar company to afford that. Maybe to make I, it work to pay to pay the license and then make good games. Maybe like, I predict you'll see another Mom versus Capcom someday, mm, and those games available as again. long as people asking for the money. Sure, but no, I, I I think there's a genuine interest in both parties to keep that legacy going, but it's only special. If, if it, you do it every well, it's like Smash every Brothers. ten years. It's like Smash Brothers. This new Smash Brothers wouldn't be as special if they did it every year or yeah. every two years, but they do it every six years. Pretty big because deal. Neither company, as much as uh, people would like to get angry and tell you on the internet, they're not monsters, and they do want to show you what they want. But the you know licenses expire, disappear, and other interests get interested. But the legacy is strong, mm-hmm. and it, that it, that means it's things like that can still exist. That's my. Disney Infinity. Th- it made me. It remind. It just reminded me that I did catch up on all of Spider Man, and I can officially say Spider Verse. So you're reading any Edge of Spider Verse? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I read the Gwen one. I love good. the Gwen one. Yeah, the Gwen one's a lot of fun. I hope Gwen does get to have her own book. It's yeah. a good like pilot episode. Yeah, it was. It was. I wasn't really prepared for it because that was the first issue I read of Spider Verse, mm-hmm. uh, following uh, Superior. Well, it's just a side book. It's not totally. Superior Thirty Three. But I hadn't read the first one, and I wasn't. I just wasn't really sure what was happening. And then, like mm-hmm. immediately, oh, Spider Man becomes a lizard, and Peter Parker dies, and Gwen Stacy is Spider Man <laughs> in that universe. That's insane and so very awesome. And it has it's it's a fucking wonderful read. I thoroughly recommend that book. Yeah. And that, uh, and again, they made it cl- like they've said. Oh, do you want a Gwen Stacy book? Mm-hmm. Don't tweet at us. Buy the book. <laughs> Buy that. Yeah. That means way like one hundred tweets th- don't uh, equal one purchase of the book. I thoroughly recommend it too. It's very fun. All right, so you know we should take a break. It's sure. been it's been a long thing. And when we come back, we're gonna have some news about uh, women in the DC universe. A superhero spotlight. I've got good news on that. that And your answers to last week's question of the week. 
Hi, everybody, and welcome to The Break for episode 110 of Cape Crisis. I want to thank all you guys, as always, for listening and going to lasertimepodcast.com and checking out all the great stuff that we do there. But hey, if you'd like to do a little bit more for Cape Crisis and all that stuff, go to the pay- go to the PayPal button on lasertimepodcast.com. That is one way to help us out. You click on that button on lasertimepodcast.com, and you can give a little bit of money our way to help Help just, you know, keep things flowing, keep things going. Same with uh, the t-shirt store that's right below that. You can just buy a cool Laser Time t-shirt, or you could buy anything off of Amazon from the many Amazon links we have on the right side of the screen. Just buy any of the stuff there, not just the thing we're suggesting. You just click on that. It takes you to Amazon. Buy anything through that tab, and a little bit of money comes our way. Also... Uh, you should be listening to this on iTunes. If you are, be sure to subscribe. It's free to subscribe. You just click on it and subscribe, and it really helps us out. Also, uh, you know, uh, you know what? Uh, yeah, review it. Review it. That's the thing I also say. God, I'm trying to run through everything I'm supposed to say here, guys. I'm sorry. I've done it. I've only done it a hundred times. Uh, also, and lastly, and finally, it's time for the Hanks Corner pick of the week so i've only read a little bit of it but i'm totally gonna stand by it that it's good as all the previous volumes and that is fatal just gonna say it again fatal the final volume just came out just got collected volume five i've talked it up a lot of times this will probably be the last time i talk it up in the hank's corner but final volume is out all five of them totally worth it such a great uh pulp uh, genre action meets Cthulhu meets noir like it's just a lot of fun sexy cool violent scary it's it's great it's such a great book definitely worth picking up uh, and you can do it through a link on this week's episode on lasertimepodcast.com so check that out and now back to the rest of the show Welcome back to Cape Crisis, episode 110. Second part of it. Uh, so we got some news to talk about. I meant to look up more on this. I just wanted to, maybe you saw saw the news story that said Baltimore is now teaching a course in Marvel movies. No, I hadn't seen this. And it, it just seems interesting to me because from a, from a business perspective, you being able to come in with a 10-year plan... In a, on a film school level uh-huh. is an interesting concept to think about because most people think of films like I have this unique vision it's about me in high school and there's one <laughs> of them like no well, that explains Rush, that, it, that is also Rushmore the film is that I is was going to say Garden State but that, whatever whatever yeah. uh, it, well no Garden State is just it's me coming back to yes. my hometown and I'm smarter than everybody but maybe they're smarter than me in no, their it, stupid way it was just meeting a lot of film school people and everything they had written about was so uninteresting and autobiographical mm-hmm. yet they would like aspire like oh, Spielberg and like Spielberg 
you don't get a sense of who Spielberg is from his films at all because yeah. he's trying to convey the biggest sense of wonder and, and amusement possible. If you dig a little deeper, you Spielberg, you see he's a guy who feels he's a failure as a father. But then, and the father's failed him. There's, like, there's, yeah. there's some of that in there for sure, but like, there was a, a spectacle, a, an oh, eye yeah. and, a, and, a, and an ear towards towards the glorious. It, feelings. And, yeah, and, yeah, but with a lot of, with a lot of heart. And uh, that, that was really... What are we talking about? But Marvel, Marvel movies, films. like, it, it's... You can you can make fun of it like the same way we all did when it, that college started teaching Klingon, but fuck it. Like mm-hmm. college is is seventy percent a waste of time anyway. It's to keep you from competing with for your parents' jobs and it's to extend the upper middle class. But it, it's so who cares if there's a fuck around class based yeah. on Marvel movies and that someone's gonna work their ass off doing it. There have been way worse bo- blow off classes yes. out there. But, and it, yeah. but you know what it'll end up doing? Make you hate Marvel movies. That guaranteed. <laughs> You're going to have to start studying and writing papers. Well, you'll probably deconstruct it to the point of just like, yeah, here's every beat they put in all of yep. them. Like, here's the, here's all know, the... Look, minute 10, they had to hit this. Here's there it all the is. guts. Hope you enjoy it now. Here's how they edited this thing. Mm-hmm. I, had a, I had a film class teacher say that, like, oh, this is going to ruin movies for you because you'll deconstruct it too much. And, like, she was actually terrible at deconstructing films. Like it, it was a couple of those. It was my fault, but then again, it was my fault for being a smug asshole who like mm-hmm. took uh, an intro to film class the second time and just like I don't more than this teacher. Like, why did I stay? I didn't. I didn't. I take some other class. I, I if hate- I could go back in time, mm-hmm. it would to tell myself to go to a college where I could take courses I actually wanted to do, not what mm-hmm. my dad uh, bullied me into taking. Yeah, that's what. Which I is would. what. Nothing. Just to, like get your AA, like get a two-year degree, mm. and just shouting at me and telling me every decision I made was wrong. But, really? Just on the, on the class to class level. If I if I pick, yeah, he's like you're going to the wrong community college. You know, mm-hmm. like he, well, first he was mad that I didn't even bother to try Applying. to get a scholarship or mm-hmm. going anywhere, which is true. Like I, but then the way he was just bullying me about everything, I was just like, it, this is a whole deconstruction of me, which we don't need. I love it. I love listening to it. I'm behind you, Hank. Fine, anyway. fine. You want more regular news? Um, th- th- I again, I'm not spending a lot of money on comics because I don't have much. Yeah. Um, and I hate. I did. I did actually buy Multiversity, and I meant to get into reading it, but I got it, it got overshadowed by a couple of things. I wish we. I wish we had more DC to talk about. Um, mm-hmm. My Comicsology account is Extreme Pizon. X T R E M E P I Z A N. Uh, if you and, want, if anybody wants to make you read DC books, it's not make me read. It's just like I, uh, they don't. They're not really good with collections in the first place. Like in, unless it's the Killing Joke, there, there's it's a lot of single issues, and I don't know where to mm-hmm. start. And, and, I, and I, I want to be interested in it again. It's just uh, no one's pointed me at anything for a while. Yeah, um, maybe maybe there's some old classics I'm missing out on, but whatever. I just want to state this is not... It's going to look like bad news for DC, but I think this is all good news. Uh, okay, I, I so thought, we're getting into this. Huh? Yes. Well, well, the, the first one, it it was... It's a little big egg on DC's face, but I mm-hmm. think it's the coolest thing ever. And uh, it's that the Harley Quinn annual... Oh, is, I haven't seen this. ...is a scratch and sniff book. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's a scratch and sniff book, and they're being secretive about what... Uh, the ...what is? the scents were going to be in the book. It's not out yet. It's not out until October 29th. Um, but the funniest thing about it is in like, um, we had to remove one of the smells for Europe and everybody within interviews kind of quickly put it together. What one of the smells was that couldn't get, uh, flown through security 
Uh, one of the smells... Mustard? One of the smells had to be changed to grass clippings because it was a different kind of grass. Oh, oh really? Yes. Uh, yes. Ha! They, yes, they, they teased things like uh, leather and suntan lotion and like all of that is like... It's, it's, I feel like a dad, like, I don't know what Harlequin's getting into, but I like the sound of it. That uh, all sounds like a lot of fun. Yeah, it's the kind of fun book yeah, it's the, it's, they should be it doing like with Harley. A oh, good yeah. thing for... That's what it... I mean, what the fuck is an annual anymore anyway? Yeah. Unless you're going to do something super exciting with a story, like, be weird, be crazy, mm-hmm. and scratch and stuff. I like that annuals and the 80-page giants were just... They were just this grab bag of, like, like just here's a bunch of shit. Just, like... <laughs> This none uh, of it matters, yeah. but we'll just have silly things like there were but sometimes this the Superior Spider Man annual, the last one, I'll count as one of my favorite books of the mm-hmm. year. Well my my favorite Yanking teeth out of people. As a kid well, see, those are story important annuals and they actually before that one came out, they had to they were putting things in like the comic press of just like Hey, this annual matters. Mm-hmm. Don't skip it because it's an annual. Please, like people, because they thought people were going to. But I and still can see it. It, uh, it was still a footnote in other stories. Like, yeah. see, Spider-Man annual number two. Like, uh, that you could have skipped really it. You just Aunt May saw something she couldn't unsee. Yeah, but meanwhile, with um, yeah, with Spider-Man annuals, mm-hmm. I loved them as a kid. Like. Mm-hmm. They were the ones I really got into because they were easier to get. Like mm-hmm. they weren't they weren't collectible in the high and during the collectible boom because nothing happened. Yeah, and so instead you got to read like uh, things that were basically what would be called like clickbaity listicles. Now just like the ten craziest Spider-Man transformations. Mm-hmm. Like, but it's Spider-Man just remembering stuff. It's like I remember all these times I transformed into stuff, and then also the ten craziest, uh, uh, the ten most embarrassing moments for Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. And they were just fun little storylines or, like, a four-page story just starring uh, J. Jonah Jameson. Like, they went nowhere. Like, <laughs> Yeah, but I, I do love those. Yeah. I do love those. But the things just, that there's no space for. The extended for. non-canonical adventures of this hero. Like, yeah, it's a little boring. Let's do something weird. Scratch and sniff. Yeah. That seems, like, totally fucking fun, especially with a character like Harley Quinn. And you and just want to bury your nose in Henry. Uh, that uh, Harley is becoming a big deal for DC. Like, she's one yeah, of their best-selling should. books. Like, definitely. Like, yeah, she should. Won't be long before she stars in four books at the same month. Like, but, <laughs> I, hey, look, I, I commend her success. Mm-hmm. I like that DC's having success with something that isn't totally, like, dumb. Mm-hmm. Like, or, <laughs> Aw, Hank. I was reading Forever Evil, and it is good, mm-hmm. Uh, and but it it is again because like Jeff Johns is the only person who can just say like I'm also an executive so you can't ruin my story and I'll tell it from beginning to end. Yeah, like, he can't get executive meddling because he's an executive that can meddle back. Like, yeah, and that's why he actually had a good full story from beginning to end. But it's still just it's the same beats every fucking time. I just like. It's these guys, but it's really this guy who's bigger. Now, was that a recent story, Gail Simone, saying um, like she had been kind of vague about why she left? Yeah, and I mean, she just said it was editors. Like, she, but she I, said, and she said now, like, but no, the team on it now is great. And like, well, then what's the difference? Why did you leave? Or were you? I was like, I wasn't fired. I left mm-hmm. for creative differences. She just tweeted that, like, yeah, I left because of creative differences. That's it. And like, well, what's different now? And he's like, the editor. Nah. the editor's gone. Yeah. And the editor there cares and is good. Um, and the team is great. And I thought that was a positive tale. Mm-hmm. Like Because she, she finger pointed to the person that she thought was a problem. And I'm yeah. guessing probably was. Probably. Uh, 
Eh, well, for us as writers, mm-hmm. it's easy for us to side. Uh, it's it's my instinct to side with writer over editor in that case. It, it like, is, but there's but, enough evidence in the current case of DC. Well, just to, in, it's just a believable of like, yeah, you hear all these stories about DC, so you hear one more story about like, mm-hmm. yeah, this editor sucked and made and I quit because of that. Yeah. Like, it fits with everything else you hear about. It DC. fits with the rest of the story. But hey, this was. But anyway, Harley sounds like I think mm. I'm gonna have to start picking up the Harley books. I've yeah. heard. Huh, I just didn't like. Uh, I was not a fan. Here's my mm. SJW slant on it. But what up, Hank? I really wasn't a fan of just like that. Her, her like super scan, uh, like scandalous cl- costume as a member of the Suicide Squad, and just like it was. Uh, they just made her do a suicide girl from mm. the from the, as in the website. Where the before. first issue? I, I didn't remember. That's jumping out at me. And you know, I will objectify Harley Quinn in my brain, whether there's a comic or not. Well, and it's also, it's she was created like Bruce Tim mm-hmm. is is unabashedly in love with her and loves drawing her in scintillating positions like. He he got away with some stuff on the Batman cartoon that you're like, was, was anybody watching this? Like, how do you get away with this? So it's not to say that like she wasn't sexualized before, mm-hmm. so but it's just it does feel like to a different level, or or like, I don't know. Might be the first cartoon character I ever frequently masturbated to while watching. Oh, I hope my parents don't get home. I'll store it all over the couch. Oh god! But again, like kids in the '70s and '60s, like they were <laughs> gotta doing... get it up before any maniacs kicks on. The kid, kids in the 60s and 70s, boys mm-hmm. in the 60s and 70s, I'm sure we're doing the same thing to, like, Lee Merriweather's Catwoman. Yeah. Like, like her in her skin-tight cat suit. Like, that probably messed up. Uh, well, not messed up, but the, uh, that was a judgmental way of talking about that. But Dude, no, what uh, I think. No, it, it, but that is something that awakened something in, in a person. Like, yeah. I was watching. Same with, I, it, real quick, quick aside. I really am tired of, like, and I have done this too, hmm. the, of people who... Use like furries or similar similar people of sexual proclivities, like yeah. as a joke, like or people who are like not even just furries, but like turned on by Sonic art, like of just <laughs> of just like laughing at them. And like, got look, it's not. Is it is it normal? No, but I feel like the only thing we're laugh is it is it what the is is it mainstream? No, but what we're laughing at, like when people laugh, yeah, I feel like a lot of them are just going like, ah, yeah, they're not normal, and it it's, I fear it comes from the same place of just like, haha, you're a fag, like it's the same. It might and for it, some people, not for all people. No, and, and like, where I'm coming from, like I was very, I mean, I, I feel like all lo- boys grew up kind of oversexed. In the brain, mm-hmm. and well, then, and like we've grown up with like porn everywhere. Like well, right yeah. before, like I, I did had a very very. Now it seems like a brief history of like of being with a lot of women, and I've always I've always said as advice to do that: shut up, don't tell your friends, and maybe you'll be that cool guy that people don't mind screwing uh, mm. casually. And that was awesome. I beca- I was that guy for a couple years. It was great. Uh, I heard uh, Tyrese had a okay time. I stay over tonight. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it's only that's between us. It's fine. No slut shaming. It's great. It was awesome. Mm-hmm. And then uh, I did pornography. What a wonderful invention! I don't even need women anymore. <laughs> it, it's, it was more like I'm looking. I look at it now, and like I still have the same urges, and I'm like, is that all there is? <laughs> and like I. I 
I'm too conservative to go looking for it, but I do feel like I am one pussy hair away from being shown something that turns into fetish. Yeah, it could, no, it, could I think, t- it could so easily happen. Yeah, I I think in general, like people, and I am a victim of this too. Mm-hmm. Like that, you get uh, you get shamed over kinky things mm-hmm. like that, and and laughing at people who are furries. Like yeah, I'm ashamed for, of myself thinking, but it, yeah, it sex is kind of boring. It it is even mm-hmm. with like a different lady. But then what? We can throw this. This new mixture in, mm-hmm. we can level up a little bit sexually, and like I don't know what direction that's going to be, but once I find out, like I'm sure it'll be something the rest of the world finds silly. Mm-hmm. But it's just because, like, yeah, it's not that special anymore. It's it's either like, yeah, well, let's try and have a baby, I guess. That's what this thing does, right? Or like, oh my god, that does it for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Move your cat ears a little bit. No, no leave the tail. Leave the tail. Leave the tail down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Rub my tummy. Rub my t- Oh, that feels so good. Is this, is this bothering you? Mm, no. You, you needed to explore that. All right. <laughs> and it, anyway, that was a weird tangent to go off on. But Fuck yeah, it. I that's, just, that's fine. Yeah, I just felt like it was something I had seen. I, I had felt bad in the past now thinking well, of it's, when. It's one thing I want to express, especially because there's a ton of sexism arguments coming up. And I think yeah. part of that comes from a place where we still consider sex naughty Mm -hmm. and it doesn't have to be fucking naughty and it it doesn't have to be something that we shame people for and that should never happen and that happens a shitload from the male side and a shitload from the female side now Mm -hmm. and uh, i think a lot of a lot of the sexism arguments comes from a place of sex is dirty well yeah we talk about slut shaming but like Mm -hmm. it's not it's not only men to do it like hardly like yeah women Women make each other feel bad about having sex all the time yes. or dressing a certain way yes. or whatever like that. Yeah. However, the DC story this week. Speaking of women up, wearing clothes. Uh, yes. Is something like, yeah, fuck that. That was stupid. <laughs> and I have my own. But go if you can. All right. Just... So there were a couple t- there were a couple T-shirts that were making the rounds that were approved DC uh, DC approved T-shirts. That the DC didn't make, but approved mm. the sale of. Available in Walmart, I and, believe. In Walmart. One that has, it's the uh, the Justice League cover where Batman's kissing, uh, sorry, where Superman is kissing Wonder Woman, mm-hmm. drawn by Jim Lee, and it has the word score. Superman uh, wins, uh, Superman does it again. Yes. And, which Ugh. is like, Ugh. so that number one, like, completely... <sighs> It, it just adds this gross thing to Wonder Woman, mm. like just being like, oh, she's just another conquest for Superman, right. like kind of just diminishes her on a T-shirt when really like DC at the very least, you would think whoever signs off on that stuff mm. in DC would go like, this would seem to diminish one of our other characters. Don't do that. And then the other one Ugh. was Ugh. training Ugh. to be Batman's wife. Ugh. Was it? Then yeah. it just had. It's just pink lettering See, on a gray tank top. This is this is one of those like I have railed against SJW social justice warriors on occasion because mm-hmm. I do think it's kind of like eh, you're mad about something. Maybe this isn't the best place for that. Um, it's misplaced outrage sometimes. Yeah, and that like, can happen. Somebody, can happen. somebody, a very nice person. I'm uh, not so I'm not throwing you under the bus. I'm like I'm like oh, look at all these awesome Disney Infinity figures. He's like yeah. Two women. Mm. I'll buy that garbage when they add more. I'm like, I can understand that you're mad, but this is a hundred percent consistent with the movies I know you saw. It's the yeah, and there aren't women in the movie. Well, I'm, I would I would think that they would then not be happy that no woman has starred in. And her he was own like two film. out of twenty one characters. Like yeah, that's a low percentage. 
bet you it's consistent with the comics. Mm-hmm. So, like, your rage is valid, but it's not. it doesn't really deserve to be pointed over here. Disney Infinity is just the expression of yes. all the other stuff that came before. Yeah, and, and these t-shirts are to a degree, and, too. And he was like, totally right. That That is true, but it still sucks. I'm like, you were totally right, yeah. too. It does suck. Mm-hmm. It does suck. And I'm looking at this, and not in, in like that's when I realized that like uh, sometimes our positions are the same. And I looked at these shirts, and they're arguing like this is sexist. And I said immediately upon seeing them, "Who the fuck would want this?" Yes, and realize, oh, we're saying the same thing. <laughs> There's no what. Why would as a woman, as a woman or otherwise, why would you buy the bat want to be Batman's wife shirt? And then I look. At this, the Superman shirt, and you've all seen me do this because I've been on a one-man rampage against uh, Charles Schultz peanut shirts Ugh, that worst. add in horrible YOLO slang underneath, and this is even worse. Putting the word score on it, yes. like, that's just awful. It's awful. And awful. then, like, because it was a story on one of my favorite cartoon sites where they're taking a task to hunt. They're stealing these images from these public domain cartoons and putting them on shirts. I'm like, yeah. Mm. So, like, so what? It's the, like, and then they put their logo underneath it, like, if I go into the Disney store right now with the goal to buy a shirt, oh, Grumpy, that's a great picture of Grumpy. Oh, it has fake fade, unfold a little more. You wouldn't like me when I'm Grumpy in MTV singled out <laughs> font. Like, that's so much more offensive to me. Yes. And so that's immediately the Superman shirt, especially. Like, this is incredibly offensive. And, mm. and why is it offensive? And again, not a social justice warrior, because I'm just like, that's an awful thing I would never wear on a t shirt. And why? Because I don't want to convey that about myself. Yeah, it... it, it so it was, does, yeah. for me, it doesn't fall in the SJW. It's just a matter of fucking taste. You they're, would never want to convey that about yourself. Yes, they are bad taste shirts. They, they are shirts made of bad taste, and they're also... Uh, and now, just to make this not about only... Oh, but that's... Uh, but that's Marvel's why, done this, too. Totally. But the, that's what... When I said it's not the DC bashing hour, mm. it's got a good end. Because immediately, immediately, where most other companies would have fucking ignored this until it went away, DC is like, yeah, that's bullshit, fuck this, we're pulling them. Yeah, and again, like, and now it, I bought- in a good way, it mm-hmm. alerted them to, this thing's happening, did you know about this? Like, So in a way, I like it, DC approved these shirts, I'm sure the guy who approves DC licensing things isn't looking out for everything with an eye for this kind of stuff, because he probably, they probably see thousands of things a day, and like, ugh, does, are we sure people want this? Somebody mm-hmm. made it. Uh, we don't yeah. have to do anything. Just sign that. Just they're going to just box. cut us a check. And I can understand how that can get through. It doesn't put let, let, let them off the hook, but it, mm. immediately coming out and acknowledging it does, which is why I bought fourteen of them because they're not collector's items. <laughs> well. I do feel, yeah. I, I yeah. Superman does it again. I'm pulling it up. Oh I, God, yeah. That, oh, wow. I also think that it's just lame that uh, that I know that like. People wonder why there aren't like more girls into into. T- it's like this chicken and the egg thing. It's just like why aren't girls into superheroes? And then it's like, well, because superheroes are really a male fantasy, and girls wouldn't like that. Yeah. Like they, girls fantasize about being princesses of mm-hmm. a kingdom and stuff. And like, I do think to a degree, like, sure, girls do like princesses, but. At what point is it just like they've been brainwashed by messages around them in society the whole time that have mm. just told them their entire lives what is a boy's toy and what is a girl's toy? Yeah. And they don't know that they don't want it. They've just been told not to. And I think that was a similar... Because in these stories, it was it was linked to another instance of like a woman just like, I want to go buy some Wonder Woman birthday party stuff. 
Because mm-hmm. clearly, it's DC. They'll have birthday party stuff. And sure enough, they do. None of it containing Wonder Woman because it's like... And it's not an excuse, mm-hmm. but it's like it's in that boy section of like rocket power, WWE, and superheroes. Rocket power? Yeah, I, I don't have a better example of a TV cartoon. And so I, I get it. You made boy party favors with the DC license. Mm-hmm. And even I would be like, do people, girls want Wonder Woman stuff? Like. They should want to want Wonder Woman stuff. I think girls... I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if they do. I don't know either. But but if you're an executive, I would say they should want it. They should want girl money also. You should want them to want that. But I've mentioned this before on the show, but there was this quote I always go back to of Paul Dini of just him talking about him wanting to have Mm -hmm. more female characters on the cartoons he was working Mm -hmm. on. And this his executives kept telling him, like... Girls don't buy boy toys, and if you put girls, girl yeah. things in boy toys, then boys won't buy it either, and we won't make money. So it's just that feeling yeah. of like, do they not put do they not put Wonder Woman on those on those uh, party sets because they're afraid some boy will be like, I don't want a yucky girl at my fun party mm-hmm. or something dumb like that. Like, and if if it's done to cater to a stupid sexist like child's response, yeah, then. To fuck, like fuck that. Yeah, like, that's it, dumb. I like, and I'm well. That's and the like, message it gives to girls of just like you can be Batman's wife. You can't you, be Batman. Like, you, you, you can be, you can be. <laughs> and yeah, like that's something you should just totally. I'm love totally, to be Batman's wife. I'm totally there with that. But my first inst- instinct was, who the fuck would want that? Mm-hmm. And I, th- I'd like to think my message is the same as even the most ardent feminist and like, Ugh. like yes, we would. Who would want that? Right. Who would want that? Hey, we don't disagree. It's just a shitty shirt. We did a whole laser time thing this week, and the moral of it was, is that, like, when did the internet become about only expressing views through the most extremist negative way possible? There's Mm -hmm. plenty of ways to express criticism and opinion, but, like, it just, its resting state has become, I am offended, yell, yell, yell. But this is the thing. I notice it's slowly going away when when it's me. Like, I have to fight myself. Almost every day to not buy every piece of frozen merchandise. It doesn't occur to me anymore like that's a girl thing. It's like, I just really like Frozen and I really like uh, Elisa, eh, Anna, and it, like, fuck all of I don't like, I like, um, I really like these characters and I like their design and I like their movie. Mm-hmm. I would love to buy this. And the only reason I'm not is a financial situation, not a fucking gender dilemma. Well, yeah, and your it, age, not as. And he, I, but I'm just saying I'm not the most enlightened person in the universe and I'll mm-hmm. probably end up passing that to my kids conveying that to people in a podcast like this will generally not this will not be a thing mm-hmm. it just may not happen as fast as you want please watch out from your don't be an asshole and be careful of people trying to make keep you mad at things well yeah and I'm and, and it is about the messaging that kids get to yeah. and that that's that's something I get more and more like I notice more and more these days of just like I haven't been a kid in a very long time mm-hmm. and I don't have kids but I just feel like I can remember me as a little yeah. boy being like a shit who says like that's for boys girls aren't supposed to like Spider-Man or what like I, I've told that before like I was yeah. a I was a closeted Rainbow Bright fan mm-hmm. I would but com- you weren't allowed to yeah I, w- I would I was ashamed I wanted I wanted all the Barbie stuff man it was in all the coolest colors and she had a ton of accessories mm-hmm. and things to do like even like fucking beach rovers and in a fucking Corvette, like mm-hmm. and it's pink, the best color in the world, <laughs> that I'm not allowed to say out loud, mm-hmm. and like all that shit. I think 
it, yeah, that happens to boys too. It, Boy, it yeah. will, but like, I don't see that anymore at all. Whenever I think of like the the, the hottest mm-hmm. things in, in kids stuff. Well, I think there's a cool thing, and like that's what I love about shows like Adventure Time yeah. and regular show of just like yeah, it's like, it's irrelevant. hey, here's this character in a picture, mm-hmm. it's awesome. Or like rainbows are cool. You like, go into just, the Disney yeah. store, it's like Gravity Falls, and it, like it, this, none of this matters anymore. Mm-hmm. Like it doesn't matter. It, it matters to our generation. We we think about how we grew up, and and some of it like because I honestly, we were talking like I don't know. Do all women want to be princesses? I know one thing. I like treating them like princesses. I haven't really asked whether that's what they want, but it is kind of the male fantasy. I want to take care of you, lock you up in a tower that you're not allowed to leave, keep you pretty and fed, and protect you from goblins. That is my fantasy. How much of this did we project on you? Yeah, yeah. That's why... uh... There's a friend of ours who, like, has a little girl now, Mm -hmm. who then, like... He he had a set of stickers that he had gotten, like, from a machine... Disney stickers, and he gave all of them to her except for the one of the princess. And he's like, and just gave it to me. He's like, here, this is for you. And he said, like, she's not getting that princess shit. Like, I'm not getting that. But like, I think, dude, princesses in the last couple of years, especially for the people most guilty, because I have this argument with people on occasion. Have you seen Princess and the Frog? Have you seen Frozen? These are not the the perception of princesses you're thinking of. Yeah, well, even like Jasmine and yeah, Belle Jasmine's are not, dope. Like. Yeah, if you look back to, like, Cinderella, yeah, mm-hmm. she just dreams of being pretty and finally getting a man to save her from her problems. Still a great film. Yes, And I love yes. I love admitting that, too, that, like, dude, I will... Remember, did I tell you that about vinyl, Vinylmations? That's the, how I justified the Disney mm-hmm. Infinity stuff? I had a Vinylmation addiction. You know what Vinylmations yeah. are, everybody? They're, they're blind, boxy, uh, little Mickey-shaped things with different characters. And they have Marvel characters now and Star Wars characters. You can see some on my Instagram, S-E-E Antista. Um, I have hundreds and what broke me of it, they had a new Sleeping Beauty line. And I looked at the back, and like, oh my god. Uh, Maleficent. Aurora. Mm. Her name is Aurora, motherfuckers. Not Sleeping Beauty. If I hear that shit, you're banned. <laughs> Her name is not Sleeping Beauty. Oh, Aurora. Flora, Fauna, and Merryweather. Oh my god. Oh my god. Ugh. Prince Eric. Yeah, he's, and like, uh, well, and, and I said to myself, I'm buying this. I want everything except Prince Eric. If I get Prince Eric... I am never buying this any a vinylmation ever again because this is I can't afford to lose eleven dollars <laughs> on something I don't want. Right. Sure enough, open the box and I stuck by it. I have not bought a vinylmation since. I used to buy the, like one you or two a every. Lot. Yeah. I I every time I Prince look at it Eric now, it's like a four K television worth of vinylmation. <laughs> it sucks. I never, you know, yeah. I, a funny fact about Prince Eric that was pointed out to me mm-hmm. by our old friend Amanda Glasser. Mm-hmm. When we were, uh, I watched Sleeping Beauty with her a few years ago, and she was Love like, so good. she points out, okay, from this point on, Prince Eric doesn't say a word. I was like, <laughs> yes. I was he's like, so no, boring. he totally must talk. No, like, he's no... so boring. And then there's just a shot of him, like, in prison. I'm like, he's gonna say something. Like, he's gonna say, like, hey, let me out of here. <laughs> he just stands up and goes, like, and, like, silently moves his arms around and then sees yes. the chains don't work. It's like... He can't fight a dragon and not talk, can yes. he? Like, no, he just does. He, he does not talk. Like, really, he's just a pawn on the board. No, if anything, like, he's like he's the most objectified prince. Because he's nothing. Yeah, he's like. He, he, well, well, that's why it was disappointing me too. Because when I watched it the, again with with grown-up eyes, I then saw the like for the name Prince Eric is that the one in Little Mermaid? No, that is Prince Eric in the Little Mermaid. I'm looking though, it up, but he's so forgettable. He can't even remember the name of the prince, but. But when the film starts, for the first half, like, 
they write Aurora and and the prince as modern teens mm-hmm. who disobey their parents' orders and yes. like have a kind of a funny line saying like. Yeah. Hey, it's the 1600s, like or whatever. Or <laughs> Relax, the, let's get drunk. Or what did he say? Like oh, it's the 10th century. It uh, totally damn, does. Like, That's, yeah, and it's but, the one Disney movie that places it has places itself in history somewhere. But it also, and that line is fun. But it's also the kind of like, um, it's the way that can make uh, the the dads in the audience happy Prince too. Philip. Because damn it, Prince Philip. But it's the one that makes the dads in the audience happy too. Because the kids are like. Hey, I'm disobeying you, Dad, mm. to do exactly what you want me to do, <laughs> but you didn't tell me. Oh, like, we accidentally followed your orders. Yeah, we too. accidentally followed your orders. They are 16, who then at 16 <laughs> are like, oh, I'm getting married. Like, but whatever. They both came to it themselves. Like, that was nice. Like, it's one of the, my favorite takeaways. Again, recommending everybody watch The Birdcage. Fantastic. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that both of the gay dads are like, married? No. Why? You're too young. <laughs> love it I love it and it's just it's just two grown men like oh, play the field don't yeah. get married at 20 are you fucking stupid wasting it I don't care who this girl is <laughs> yes. Like, yeah. yes oh god that movie's so good I wish I'd seen it with you I wish uh, you should have gone to the ca- we saw it in the Castro Theater the gayest theater in the universe packed house double feature Will the Cardinal Garp fucking underrated movie ahead of its time and just it brought the fucking house down. I feel like I've talked about it too many times on podcasts. I was going to do a bit about it yeah. on stage. I'll do it right here, right now. Excuse okay. Me. No. <laughs> now on stage. Oh, Chris, you got a one-man show? Yeah. Yeah, I hope not. You that know, I was going to do a superhero spotlight, but we have talked unbearably long about things. I like, suppose this has gone long. We'll save we, it for next week. Yeah, we'll do a superhero spotlight next week. Okay. But uh, we do need to get into the forums. We're already at a half hour on the second half. Oh of this. boy. So, all right, last week's question of the week. G-O-T-Dub! This was a very simple one. What Silver Age Marvel nickname would you have? Which, funny enough, we talk. uh, this came from Jolly Jack Kirby, or Jumpin' Jack Kirby, or whatever. Oh, that was the other news who just... Jack Kirby's family just got a bunch of money, or seemingly... We don't know, but they both both parties seem happy. with Marvel, yeah. I I imagine if my family didn't actually do anything and got a bunch of money, they'd be Mm. happy with just about anything. Yeah, me and you have different views. We talked about this with The Simpsons before, too, where... We did, and I've had this... Hank Azaria's great-grandchildren deserve the money more than an executive at Fox in 2017. I, 20, 2117. I think the brand is more important than the children who didn't do anything. People, people who have people actively working on keeping something mm-hmm. relevant and popular. Well, they'll still be like Mel Blanc's kid, anyways. Just like I bet Hank is there, is like grandson. Will be like, I remember when my uncle Hank taught me how to do uh, Mo, and then he'll do kind of a shitty Mo impression. But everybody's like, well, he's he's Ju- he's Julie area. Like, before I let you leave here, I'm gonna sit you down in a clockwork orange chair and make you watch the Family Guy crossover. Oh, no, thank you. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, they settled out of court. I read Grantland had a really good news piece on it mm-hmm. about how uh, how some people are not as happy about it because they're like they felt Jack Kirby should have taken it all the way to the Kirby estate should have yeah. taken it all the way to the Supreme Court because if they got in a ruling on their side, mm-hmm. then that would open the door for a million like yeah. not a million but like thousands of artists. But all it would do to, seriously, all it would do, and I'm, I, I am very much I understand where this comes from. It's like seeing the little guy, the, the important creator, win over the man. Mm-hmm. And when that happens and they're still alive, that's great. But if you look at it like the Superman situation, where like those guys are long dead, their families had nothing to do with the character. It is important for Superman to be a DC character. Mm-hmm. 
more important than his family, who had nothing to do with the character profiting. I, I, I yes, don't. But I don't like that they. How much paid. money would they have? Yeah. Well, how much money would they have now that they would have inherited from their parents if they had like, lived? Funnel it, funnel it into a charity or like a scholarship for artists. Like mm-hmm. it doesn't. Like it is more important for us, the viewers and the fans, that Superman be a part of the DC universe and the decisions lie lie there where he's supposed to be rather mm-hmm. than the family who doesn't really give a fuck well so then Grantland's other side to that of some people saying like ah they shouldn't have settled with Marvel take it to Supreme Court and then Grantland's other side to argument was like number one mm-hmm. the current Supreme Court sides with corporations a lot mm-hmm. so you, they can't count there was, it was no there was no reason they could count on winning that two Marvel like you can imagine Marvel cut them a big check because mm-hmm. What Marvel stood to lose if they lost that court case mm-hmm. is not just money to Jack Kirby, but money to everybody, and like dozens more lawsuits immediately afterward but, but, would be filed. While meanwhile, they cut one check to the Kirby family, say like, "Hey, Jack Kirby was cool, sorry," and it's also better PR for them. Like it is, and it's, all it's in their best interest. These, and I'm glad it happened. Yeah, now, it, the bigger Marvel movies get, the more news stories there are of like. Hey, you know Jack Kirby? You probably haven't heard of him because Marvel was an asshole to him. Fuck, he, fuck Marvel. Like I just that. want to weigh it out as in, like, we wanted to win for Jack Kirby, and that's what we got. Yeah. But then we also got a situation where, again, if you go back to the DC Superman thing, like, there's some weird thing where the rights could revert to this family, and, like, DC could lose control, of, like, certain control and permissions with Superman. Yeah. For the grandchildren of someone who have nothing to do and no vested interest in the care other than money. And so they if you want look at, money. If, if there was a situation where this went to the Supreme Court and they won and Marvel wanted to make a Guardians of the Galaxy movie, but the fi- but the grandson of Jack Kirby wouldn't agree on the usage of Groot. Mm-hmm. That's a shitty situation that should never happen. It would empower somebody who has no reason exactly. to be empowered, yes. Exactly. So, like, well, then I think it's the best deal to I, just cut a check and be like, cut look, a check, we're here's done. $400 million. Yes. Leave us alone. We're done, like, we'll we're done for life. Again. Sign this deal like there. Forever and ever. Good points. Good points. You compromise. had your $400 million. Now we don't have to worry about that. Thank you. And yeah, all right. So. Uh, the answer uh, some of our face were aimbot masters said happy Caleb Hale <laughs> uh, poop ghost had pure poop ghost <laughs> he's the purest uh, and then uh, super giraffe had snazzy super giraffe if we're going with Ooh, I like uh, names I also realized I, met, I ended up asking people like hey what's your real name put your real name in the forums <laughs> now like, we know everybody I'm sorry if you felt weird about anybody going in a document, about it. sending it to the NSA right now uh, so Ravenboard says James Hell Brooks nice <laughs> nice I do need a Halloween name for my Twitter uh, Slain Puddle says, well, since I'm Arab and in the Silver Age, we would be either a villain or an exotic leader. <laughs> so my name should fit both situations. The Ravingly Mad Sultan. <laughs> I like that one. Mm-hmm. John Wacky Wan says John Wihizzle. Uh, c- a couple more here. Uh, Kelshaw says, since I'm Welsh, it'd probably be something stereotyping like Taffy Kelshaw. Yes, I was trying to think of stereotypes. I don't know what a Welsh. Welsh. I'm yeah, sorry. I, I, I apologize to our Welsh. But, like two Americans, like you were the clitoris of the UK. Well, I there was a joke. Oh boy, <laughs> uh, there was there was a joke on. Uh, it was uh, there was this awesome ad for the NFL that had Jason Sudeikis in it, where he yeah. was, or no no it was for soccer starring Jason Sudeikis, mm-hmm. soccer on NBC, where he was like a Texas football coach who then goes. 
he is sent to England to coach a a football <laughs> team. Great, actually, and it's so fun. It's just the culture shock and him being shitty at culture and him just like <laughs> giving the football, uh, the European football stars, American football training. And then he's like, "Here, just grab the ball in your hand, run down, come on." <laughs> and then he said, "Like," and then somebody pointed out to him, "Like, oh, so yeah, that guy's British." He's like, well, he's well. She's like, "What the what the fuck was that mean?" And he's like. Well, there's there's four there's four places in the United Kingdom. He's like, how many fucking countries in this country? <laughs> it's confusing to Americans there. sometimes. Now there's Narnia and and Scotland still part of the United Kingdom. Oh, thank God. That's where that's where my family tree comes from. It's England and Scotland. I guess like just my dad's side is just just the whitest. You were all oppressors there ever were, you but all not. potato pasty, potato eating fucks. To hey, me. Scotland is not. They, Scotland and Ireland are not the same. That's big, as, dude. As, you're thinking of potato famine. The potato is part of the Scottish diet, my friend. Yeah, all right. Yes, and the English right. diet. Mm-hmm. It's all pretty much the same. Mm-hmm. Sorry. Anyway, a uh, couple more. Uh, Hitler me this Batman says magnanimous magnanimous Matthew J nice. because of all the swinging sixties parties I throw with the Marvel <laughs> staff. Uh, the Chris of Zorro uh, says kooky Chris Rivero because I if I did write comics my stories would lean less towards serious superhero drama and more towards battles on living planets and man eating snowmen oh I forgot one of the things I read I'll talk about it next week is uh, Hawkeye versus Deadpool mm-hmm. really cool to see something else take place in Fraction's Hawkeye universe yeah oh Sensational mm-hmm. says Sideburns David Barry I mean, usually I have some sweet sideburns going on usually <laughs> okay we know uh, one last one. Wallopin' Will Nut, says a bus full of nuns. Mm-hmm. Ah, so those were fun, right? Good times. Wallopin's a good one. Wallopin'. Wallopin' doesn't get used enough. Uh, uh, yeah, that was fun. That was fun. Do we have a new All question? Right. Whew. Well, I feel like we should do some of those t-shirts. Uh, I, well, I have something I'd like to see. All right. It, it'll require some work on people's parts, but I will play too. Just show us your favorite superhero t-shirt. Oh, okay. Um... Either just there, it's pretty easy to post a picture in the forums. Mm-hmm. Um, if you just found it on like eighties tees yeah. or Amazon or any like yeah, just post uh yeah, just post a Extra link credit to the for the uh, least favorite. Yeah, um, but I would like to see that'd it be fun. I I really have uh, it's very hard for me to turn down a superhero T-shirt under mm-hmm. under fifteen dollars. Today was like called Wear Your Superheroes Day, which was, was it? like it was it was just some hashtag I saw going yeah. around. It was apparently started by this dad of like two two girls who like one of his youngest daughter who was like six or something was was mocked for wearing superhero shirt of just being told like that's boy stuff and mm-hmm. and and then her older sister was like no everybody should wear their superhero T-shirts to like. This was the narrative of the thing, and so like it was just every, and, like I don't need an excuse to wear a superhero T-shirt. Though I actually, I'm I'm wearing the most obscure Simpson T-shirt it's a I could. Shirt. I could. Very jealous. Yes. Worker and parasite. Parasite to the T-shirt. <laughs> the most like why wear? The hell was that? <laughs> Love your shirt so much. 
Yeah, I. This is what happens when you let Threadless make Simpsons T-shirts. You get the mo- the weirdest stuff. I'm wearing but, Donald Duck. He's kind of a superhero, right? Yeah, he fights people. That's a good. Well, I was analyzing that T-shirt a mm. lot, uh, and I love the eyes are up here, Henry. Every letter on it is a color of mm-hmm. Donald. Yeah, like, isn't that cool? Yeah, it, and of the four p- primary colors of Donald, it, how do I look at it? Just out of curiosity. You look good. Okay, good. so uh, I bought this shirt. It's a medium. Mm-hmm. It was at Uniqlo, who has like whoa. A a great representation of like the Japan loves old cartoon characters yeah. and have great shirts like the Disney store all the worst shirts yes. all of them all of them the worst Kermit the Frog oh that looks great I'm green with envy Ugh. <laughs> gross and then just Uniqlo's like here's a character you like pretty cool right <laughs> yes Yes, it is. It's not trying to be but ironic or yeah, jokey. It, it's just like, here's a cool character with a different type of logo design. That we yeah. didn't just grab the logo that they gave us a yeah. people for. Or it's the old logo. It's the super old Donald Duck uh, lobby card uh, logo. And this might, is original design from the wise little head. I think it might also, ju- I think it might be a difference with like, you see all these shitty Mario shirts mm-hmm. out there. And it's totally. probably just that they have like, Nintendo approves seven pictures you could use of Mario. It's cr- it's like Do any- something with that. Anything that was on eight or eight to sixteen bit box art, pull it out and I'll mm-hmm. buy it. That may not be approved. Depending, I know, on I know, it's fucking terrible. What was I saying? Uniqlo. Uh, I bought it at Uniqlo. It's already Japanese clothing. Um, which when but we, this was an American Uniqlo. It store. was, but they're still, they still fit a little small. This was too small. This is the last one, so I bought it, <laughs> saying like I need this someday. I'll fit it. And without trying, just by being pseudo-employed and not eating very much, <laughs> I fit it now. Yay! It never, yay! It, That's it, great. It never fit. It did not fit when I bought it. I fit into my Upright Citizens Brigade t-shirt. Dude, you, you are going to have to buy a lot more shirts. I know. I got I want to... think I want you to do a fitness podcast. I'm not. I'm not fit. Yeah, you have, you have kept with a workout regime longer than anybody I've known in this city. Yeah, it's true. I have kept a... Well... Thank you. How many I, pounds have you lost? Tell the people. Uh, current count is like fifty-three. Like, oh, I thought it was. It looks like more. Well, I, now it might just be the fat repositioning and <laughs> or just like the muscle mm-hmm. replacing fat. And so, like numbers wise, I have kind of plateaued. You look. You look like you look different every time I see you, and I think that's a testament to how much you're working out. So people were asking, like, can Henry say how he's doing that? And I think you can, because it's actually what you're doing is the simple thing everyone tells you. It's just you're yeah, sticking it to it. Yeah, it is the very obvious thing. I'm just like, eat less and exercise more. Well, and you, it is you're so, eating it better. And eating better, yes. Well, like, well, okay, a quick rundown of how I did it. Mm-hmm. it which is just like, I could have, like, I'm not even trying that hard. I really don't. I'm try- it, trying. This sounds hard. like I'm being modest. You but, turn down free pizza on a regular basis. Yeah, okay. Which so, I could never do. So here's what I did. I signed up for, at the suggestion of a friend of the show, mm-hmm. a friend of Laser Time, Hollander Cooper, mm-hmm. who had lost a lot of weight last year yeah. before his wedding. Yeah, good. He, um, he said one of the things was I just signed up for this thing called MyFitnessPal, which was mm-hmm. a calorie counter, a calorie counter app that basically you can scan the UPC of anything mm-hmm. or just search in their thing and anything you eat is there. And so you're about to eat something like you're at mm-hmm. a place and you're about to order food and you say, okay, here's what I would have normally ordered. Beep, boop, beep. Mm-hmm. That is almost all of my calories for today. I'm trying to hit 1,800 calories in a day yeah. and that's 1,000 of them. Mm-hmm. And so I would go like, well, I don't want to eat that then. And I, if that's how I was eating better of just like, this is a high calorie thing. I'm not gonna eat. Like I used to eat so much cereal mm-hmm. and like. I was high in calories. 
it it's just the yes well not high it would be like with skim milk it would be like 600 700 calories for the for size real? of the bowl i would eat like oh man and with super sugary cereal like mm. if you were to just have like honey nut cheerios or just cheerios and honey skim milk trader joe's I mean, you, well, when it says what the measurement is, like when it says a cup, mm-hmm. like you, for me, I, I would also, I would eat, I wouldn't eat a cup of cereal, yeah. And I would eat out of like pasta bowls, not a cereal <laughs> bowl. So I was just eating a lot and I wasn't mm-hmm. counting it. Like I was just like, mm-hmm. it was depression. Like it was, <laughs> like it was depression. I was just mm-hmm. like, I was sad. Food made me feel better for a small amount of time. Sure. And then I ate it. And so. But the my fitness pal is keeping me accountable. Just like, if you want to lose weight, this is how many calories you eat in a day, and that's how ma- this is how much calories the thing you're about to eat is. Do you really want to eat this? And I would, I'd be like, no, I don't. I want to stay under my calories. So I did that, and then I'd also go to the gym. I signed up for the Y. I went like I started going like two times a week, ramped up three times a week to now five times a week. Wow, like you five five, times five a week. an hour a night, five nights a week. What do you and, mostly do? It's pretty much all just a treadmill, like like four miles wow. on the treadmill. Like that's that's wow. what I do. And so on on the steepest incline, it does because that burns the most calories. And so yeah, it's just been that. And then once I feel like I've plateaued weight wise, then I'm I feel like I will then move on to getting in better shape, like like muscle wise, mm-hmm. like get built up that way. But yeah, it was just like being committed to doing it. Like there's no special thing, and it's also like not punishing yourself for stuff and i think also the calorie counter thing is just a good way to deal with it too because i could i could still eat some of the garbage i wanted to eat Mm -hmm. but just less of it i'd be like okay i want ice cream well i could eat uh, my old instinct would have to eat an entire thing of ice cream a ben and jerry's Mm -hmm. an entire thing of ben and jerry's it's hard not to but then when i look at it and be like and see this is this 700 calories i then would tell myself okay I will get this thing called Skinny Cow, which is a hundred calorie thing that's also ice cream and chocolate. Mm. Munch, there, done. I, I, I got my ice cream. Soy, soy milk. Soy does that too. It, yeah. Okay. I should. I should switch to soy. I just cut milk out of my life. Like have I don't had, drink. Have milk you anymore. had the soy soy ice cream bars? I, I should, should try it. No. Let's we'll try, try one after one. the program. Okay. Anyway, that's how I lost. That's how I lost weight. It's 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 and it feels simple. good. I wasn't realizing this is man, this right. is a lot. But yeah, I hadn't realized how much it had affected my mood for such a long time. Yeah. It, had, it had really affected my confidence. How much I wanted to be photographed, like or would do anything. We like, have a it, cute photograph of us. That's why everybody like, remarked on that. How did Henry lose that much weight <laughs> at Comic Con this year? Mm-hmm. I had more fun, and partially it was, I think, a large yeah. degree because I wasn't like tired the entire time. Mm-hmm. I wasn't feeling uncomfortable. Or feeling like I'm taking up so much space. I'm so huge. I hate myself. And then also, like, when I saw Dan Harmon, I was like, hey, Dan Harmon. Well, like, instead of, like, Dan Harmon wouldn't want to meet me. I don't want to bother him. (laughs) That would have been my old way of thinking. Or just that I'd be embarrassed to be seen by Dan Harmon. I instead was, like, bounding up. I had energy. Like, it was fun. And so... Cool to see. It's yeah. it's hard to see some of my favorite shorts of yours um, look like maternity dresses on you. They're very big. I know. I really do like those shirts, but I just and I don't have newer. Sh- I give them away. I have some XL shirts. I need to. I'm getting back in the rotation, like the Upright Citizens Brigade shirt I'm wearing now, which is awesome. It is is just the logo. You know, the Del Close yeah. wearing the glasses logo, and then yeah. just on the back it says "Don't I had, Think." I had no idea that was Del Close. 
Yep, that's a UCB secret. Wow. Uh, man, we got it. We should start taking improv classes. Me and you. Uh, something starts next week, buddy. I'm going. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> well, you're taking improv? No. Oh, you're going back to stand up. Yeah. Okay. I'm doing stand up. Um, didn't want to say that on the show yet. Why are you making me? You can cut this out. You're yeah. editing it. Uh, All right. So anyway, the, <laughs> this week's question of the week will be in the forums. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can answer it uh, on the forums. Tell us, show us mm-hmm. what your favorite and even your least favorite mm-hmm. comic book T-shirt is. We'd love to share it with the group. I loved when we did the one of toys, like the, your first toy, yeah, or the earliest toy. Really you remember? Cool. Those were awesome to look at. So please, you know, guys, you you show up great in the in the forums and have some great stuff. Yeah. I'd love to see what you got to show. Uh, and then it's time for the plugs that you're not allowed to skip. Not at all. Uh, this week's Laser Time show was kind of a special one. I felt like I railroaded it. Nah, uh, it was good. Because Brett had presented it like, let's talk about the games you gave a 10 and examine whether they're still 10s. Mm-hmm. And I was surprised how that turned out. Uh, that was because we don't usually do game stuff on Laser Time. Mm-hmm. Uh, it used to be out of weird deference. Uh, yeah. I'd say that. Yeah, that's a better word, even though I don't know what it means. Uh, but. We, we did that show, and it's nice, because it, if I have a crusade right now, it's just that people need to be nicer to one another on the internet. I don't like yeah. to see that default discourse is either the extreme version of one way or the other. Like, mm-hmm. there are definitely, there's a middle ground. I always recommend people watch Jon Stewart go on Crossfire, and he, he called it Spin Alley, and it's like <laughs> like getting getting the representative from... They're, they're not experts. They're representatives of their respective sides. And there is a creamy middle somewhere that you're all avoiding, and this is hurting America. The internet is hurting because all we do is speak in the most extreme platitudes. You're either pro or anti whatever. Yes. yes. We, like, not only does do most people reside somewhere in the middle, everyone should. Everyone should try and meet people halfway. Always. You should be closer to the middle than you are to the hard line. And then just... That's that's all I have to say about it. Like I, I I'm just tired of seeing people angry at one another. Like we're all fucking dorks. Why why this dissemination? Why this this uprising? Why why the doxing? Why the and why the wah wah? Like we we remember how to get along. You do it in person. Like mm-hmm. make the internet the extension of that a, a good place for people to have fun in again. In laser time, I I guarantee will always be that. You come over here and stir up some shit. I'll kick your ass out forever. Uh, but, but yeah, with that video game apocalypse this week, for some reason, I, I don't want to uh, hype it up too much. It's the weekly video game show. I somebody says something that makes me laugh the hardest I've laughed in 2014. Um, wow! It's you won't find it as funny as me. It just you, you'll see. Whatever. But I definitely like. I had to like walk away from the microphone. Uh, th- that's that was really fun. The return of Michael Rapares, the return of the raccoon, and uh, we've done some really fun streams lately, including Hyrule Warriors, um, Chariot. We streamed Fibbage, which I hope to do again, where we played a bunch of you. And I think underneath this article, I'll embed um, the Disney Infinity streams. A lot of people enjoyed that, and we can I'll show you like eight of the characters in action in about an hour. And it was really fun, man. I thoroughly recommend at least sticking around to the Spider-Man portions. That's cool. Nah, and also there's VG Empire, the totally. first episode of the newest Rocktober. It's all oh, that Pokemon. Today? That posted today, the oh, start boy. of Rocktober. And by today, I mean this was recorded October 1st. So this will yes, be out within 12 hours. It's all good. Well, no, I'm just saying whoever knows whenever listen, oh, whenever sorry. somebody listens to this, just Rocktober, so they know. Got to give context. As Scott Ackerman taught me about the, uh, the podcast world. It's all ah, about yes. context. Oh, yes. 
All right, so those are your marching orders of things to look Tell at. Tell a friend, we have a bunch of new articles, yeah. including a Moan for Stallone unplugging his Why Stallone is Better Than Clint Eastwood. Curtis Stone started his first look at the anime, uh, the anime fall season, uh, which is looking at a couple new episodes that come out as they come out and uh, Tony our boy Tony who was on a couple Cape Crisis ago yep. is going to do a regular feature about uh, SNL Viewers Club just looking at all the sketches from SNL the night after they air and I love with Hulu in that's beds, cool which is how I strangely prefer to watch SNL yeah. especially without the musical guests well because then you just hit play on a sketch like in two seconds or ten seconds and you're like nope the yeah. following is brought to you by uh, but, but other than that like Chris Pratt was the first guest, and if you didn't see the Guardian sketch, really fun. There's a He-Man and Lino sketch. I know you'll like it. So, lasertimepodcast.com, people. Mm. All right. Well, that's it for this week. So, until next time, Excelsior! Excelsior!